It's Thursday, December 8, 2022. Humanity has become a weapon of mass extinction. UN Biodiversity Summit seeks to reverse the rapid decline of nature. International Olympic Committee grapples with global warming impact on winter games. Plus, renewable energy will overtake coal by 2025, report says. Really? Yeah. All of those fascinating stories and more straight ahead from Bradblog.com. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. There are new rules to prevent any uh, methane leaks here at home, but yet we're all we're allowing them to drill and continue uh, to process oil down in Venezuela. Yeah, you tell them Fox News. Where does America get off allowing other people to drill for oil in their own country? This is your Green News Report. Okay, Tessie Doyen, it seems like every, well, two or four years now, we're worried about having enough snow at Winter Olympics. Is that what we're worrying about again? Oh, yes, we are. Okay. The International Olympic Committee has delayed selection of the host city for the 2030 Winter Games while it considers ways to overhaul the Winter Games amid the accelerating impacts of man-made global warming, which has caused widespread declines in global snow and ice cover. The IOC is considering proposals to establish a rotating pool of host cities that would have to meet temperature criteria and be able to reliably sustain venues for snow competition. So one of the problems is there's only a few venues at this point that are actually cold enough to be able to host a Winter Olympics? To be able to consistently host the Winter Olympics, and that is a growing problem. Hmm. A new report by the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development warns that if governments fail to act swiftly to cut emissions, overshooting the 1.5 degrees Celsius temperature target in the Paris Climate Agreement may, quote, push the Earth over several tipping points, leading to irreversible and severe changes in the climate system. The report warns that if triggered, those tipping point impacts would, quote, cascade through socioeconomic and ecological systems, leading to severe effects on human and natural systems and challenging humanity's ability to adapt. In Montreal, the UN Biodiversity Conference kicked off this week, billed as one of the most important events for life on Earth. World governments hope to hash out a major treaty to reverse the decline of nature and to conserve the species and ecosystems on which all life depends and the benefits they provide. Okay, that that does sound somewhat important. A major target is to conserve at least 30% of Earth's land and sea habitats by 2030. UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres warned that degraded ecosystems will cost the world $3 trillion annually by 2030, and he bluntly called out humanity's insatiable appetite for economic growth that has polluted the land, water, and air with chemicals, pesticides, and plastics. That guy has nothing but good news. We are treating nature like a toilet, and ultimately we are committing suicide by proxy. Because the loss of nature and biodiversity comes with a steep human cost. A cost we measure in lost jobs, 
hunger, diseases, and deaths. Told you he's nothing but chuckles. Well, the biggest question at the conference is who will pay for it? Poorer nations and indigenous communities now harbor most of the world's remaining biodiversity, but they must also find ways to grow their economies and fight poverty. But some good news. Global renewable power capacity is set to grow as much in the next five years as it has grown over the past two decades. Really? As governments accelerate the shift to cheap, clean, stable renewable energy driven by Russia's war in Ukraine that caused fossil fuel prices to soar. The new forecast by the UN-affiliated International Energy Agency projects that renewable energy will become the world's top source of electricity in the next three years. Solar capacity is poised to surpass natural gas and coal within five years and become the largest energy source in the world. But the IEA report and others all tell the same story. Renewables are transforming the world, but they are not doing it fast enough. According to the IEA, the world needs to deliver at least a quarter more growth in renewables than is currently projected to be on track to limit man-made global warming to no more than 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial temperatures. And finally, this week marked the first ever U.S. auction of offshore wind leases to develop commercial-scale floating wind farms in the deep waters off the California coast. The auction raised an astonishing $757 million, mostly from European countries that have expertise with floating wind farms. Experts say the potential for the technology is huge in areas of strong wind off America's coasts. Very cool. For much more on all of those stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find, follow, and share us planet-wide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report. Everyone knows